Hi, I'm Ajay Parthasarthi and you are listening to The Sensations, a podcast about people who have led impactful lives. On every episode, I will be engaging in conversations with people who belong to a wide range of fields and I'll bring to you their stories that will inspire the sensation within you. Today on The Sensations, I have with me someone whose midlife crisis gave the world one of the funniest comics out there. He is a CEO, a Sindhi and a master of saving money. In a generation of believers, he is a Bahu believer. Presenting India's own George Clooney, Mr. Atul Khatri. Hi Ajay, how are you? <laughs> I'm good. It's so great to be with you. Yeah, I love the introduction. Yeah. <laughs> so do you often get called uh, George Clooney or something? This is a thing which I created myself only. Nobody really called me. Uh, this is something which I created on my own and uh, I thought of... Uh, you know, when you say bar bar bolo, it becomes the Such truth. Haan, so it's like that. I have Fake convinced myself that I'm George Clooney, but <laughs> nowhere near that. But uh, you have been doing stand-up for almost eight years now. And yeah. uh, how has been the experience like so far? It has been amazing. You know, uh, uh, we have been actually, I am in an era where sort of, uh, we could see the rise of or the birth of stand-up comedy. Right. Because the stand-up comedy scene in India is roughly around 10 years old. 10 years old. It's and relatively new. Yeah. And uh, so, last 7-8 years is, has really, we've seen the rise of stand-up comedy. So, I can, you know, you can see the, I've seen the industry, you know, from its inception to right. now in its growth phase. And now with so many comedians coming so many, across languages, uh, across the world, people are performing. It's really, you know, it's something which you feel that you have seen the birth. You know, birth you put baby. the seed and how it becomes a tree. It's more or less, I'm seeing this tree grow. Right, right. And most of your comedy, it comes from observing things. Like uh, in one of your bits, it was about the Vaga border and where, where you observed yes. people from the Pakistani side and the Indian side. Yeah, and yeah, that translated yeah. into a joke in itself. Yeah. So, uh, I know that observations you you can make observations but it is very difficult to make that into a funny segment correct so wh- how do you do that what's the process see, like? i think that's that's the thing of uh, most comedians that you see things which others cannot see you know or when others will see but they ignore it or they don't take they don't think too much about it right but uh, we as comedians we observe something and we uh, uh, you know sort of uh, try to immediately try to correlate to something with something funny which we have seen Right. Or even if we don't do it that time, it's something lying at the back of our head. And uh, you sort of bring it out at the right time. And uh, the beauty of, uh, you know, stand-up comedy is, uh, uh, like if you're talking about the Vaga border incident, so many people have been to the Vaga right. border. Uh, they have observed, they've enjoyed the festivities there or the, the, the entire ceremony there. But making like a six-minute comedy routine out of it and which people will relate to it. Oh, hey, yeah, this, this, is, yeah, this is what happens. Oh, yeah, he's absolutely right. This is what happens, you know. And like, for example, like in one of the lines there that, you know, that if you go to the Vaga border, there's a Pakistani side, Indian side. Right. Usually on the Pakistani side, there's just 30, 40 people sitting. Right. And on our side, there are like six, seven million, million you know, over-enthusiastic Indians just sitting and screaming and cheering. And that actually is a fact because True. I have gone there twice and so many of my friends have gone there and they say, yeah, man, there's nobody comes from there. They are not so interested <laughs> yeah. and into how we are. You know? right. I said, yeah, because you have 1.3 billion. Where are we going? And definitely that uh, Bharat Mata ki jai reaches Afghanistan. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's exactly <laughs> like that, you know, because so it was, yeah, I think that's what comedians also, a lot of comedians talk about their own personal life yeah. uh, and uh, uh, so a lot of it is true. A lot of things you expand, you use creative uh, liberty to sort of expand that joke right. and take it somewhere else and I think the audiences love that yeah right but uh, of all these observations there there's bound to be some jokes that uh, you find very funny but it doesn't make to the final cut absolutely so is there any joke that you would want to share no there's not right now I really can't think of a joke but you know that's 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 very important see what happens most comedians you know we think of a, a joke or a premise or some kind of a thought comes in our head it may be very funny to us yeah 
you know it may be extremely funny to some other comedian and also. when you write something you're biased about it too uh, not really biased but you have an opinion about that particular thing but that necessarily may not reflect with the audience audience may not enjoy it or uh, i would rather say that at that particular time when you have delivered the joke maybe you have not constructed it well yeah. enough uh, so so if you reconstruct the joke again rephrase some lines change thoda bahut idhar udhar i think then as long as it's a really funny thing people will get it it will not be the first time but second time third time uh, that same joke will sell so it's the idea most comedians uh, the the biggest thing is to sell a joke correct that's the that's the term you know how to, how do we sell a joke and the delivery is important the as the delivery well. is important how convinced you are about it correct. you know about your opinion you know so i think that is very very important and once you are uh, uh, other other people in the audience may not have that same opinion you know correct some comedians say that they hate children who cry in airlines yeah. you know i've had children myself i don't really hate them because i know what parents are going through <laughs> and know what that poor kid is going through so like everybody has a different opinion on anything but it's okay you know it's finally let me tell you at the end of it these are all jokes right uh, one request to people don't take it very seriously you know right. they say that these are all jokes you're coming to a you're talking to a comedian you are listening to a comedian you're paying money to watch a comedy show it's a comedy show and one other thing i mean i'm just expanding what you're saying is in comedy there are no limits you can joke about right. anything under the sun when i say anything it could be anything it could be sex religion politics bollywood cricket your own mother your grandmother your father your your wife your children you know as long as long as the joke is funny as long as you have a point you know correct see people will take offense to anything correct you say it's a beautiful day out there people will still take offense to that True, so that the thing is that i think that just chill people just chill you know because i think the social media the smartphone in your hand which is you know forcing you to have an opinion forcing right. you to get angry just take a break and come and enjoy a comedy show so but since you mentioned twitter you post a lot of political tweets yeah. so to speak yeah and uh, so there's a lot of trolling that's happening because there Absolutely. is a certain segment that is with you and there's a certain segment that's against you Correct. so uh, when you read the tweets from those trolls what how do you like responding like immediately mujhe abhi reply karna hi hai uh, to be very honest with you generally i'm just speaking from the heart i don't i don't read any of those tweets okay i have my opinion i put it up over there however if like a if like a, a, a somebody senior person or a fellow comedian or somebody of a repute known repute replies to you or engages in a conversation you you listen to that correct but if some guy sitting behind of without a face without a name hiding behind three layers of masking is trying to you know throw rocks at you obviously you have to avoid that right and i think i'm old enough to realize that uh, you know not to take it very seriously in fact not to read them i don't to all the trolls who are listening here i don't read any tweets so keep <laughs> on writing how much if you want farak nahi padta kuch farak nahi padta i have bigger issues to correct you know. <laughs> yeah so yeah so uh, you were the ceo of a successful it company yeah uh, were or you are you, you i was i was you so was. i i quit that i quit that job in uh, 2016 2017 i gave it up okay. and i do full time comedy so that yeah. was around the age of 45 uh yeah so i'll just tell you uh, i started doing comedy at the age of 44 uh from 44 to you could say 48 i did both my comedy as well as, as well work. Uh, my work then at the age of 48 i decided okay, this is it i want to just do comedy and at 48 i i got i resigned from the job and now i'm full time comedian now but it's your own family business right it's my family business but it's for a private limited company with directors so i i sort of got out of it for it but yeah. uh, if you talk about people post 40 or 45 they generally have this perception ki uh, now i have a settled life i should not take any risks because i have a family to support absolutely uh, in most cases like yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, so uh, 
what was the thought process behind taking a jump because it's essentially starting all over again so yeah, 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 uh, it takes incredible guts to do that and uh, was there any pressure from the family or friends because there's always this thing like log kya kahenge uh, because that's how the mentality works here yeah so i'll tell you uh, so first of all uh, i as i said i started doing it at 44 uh, that's you could say the absolutely the peak of your midlife crisis right i don't think i got any crisis as such but one thing which used to really bother me or you know when you're alone in the at night or in the morning you're thinking to you're talking to yourself yeah listen i want to do something different also right. you know because time is now going away the thing which used to bother me a lot was when i grow older i should not be thinking back oh yaar i wish i should have done this Regrets you know i you try to karna chahiye tha right you should have tried it you know you should do this you should have done this at least you know and many times you think of doing something but at the end of it the comfort at which you are already in you don't want to break away from the comfort right. you know like you are also a software guy i i also did software you know my biggest problem when we used to implement any new software to any company is peop- the people who are used to the old software no they don't right. want to get away from it the change is very hard to make very hard even that's actually the biggest problem yeah true uh, you know you can buy a software tomorrow but making people use the new new software correct uh, uh, because people don't really like change even though they know the new software will reduce their work it will improve the efficiency but still the process you know people people are just happy with jo this jo cheez chal raha hai usi se kaam chala lo so i was also pretty happy and i think there have been there would have been instances and a lot of people are listening to the podcast probably in their 40s you know you are always saying yaar chalo theek hai life is going on now why to pange kyun lo you know correct. why do i do this so that was really bothering me that i don't want to uh, and it's right it's now or it's never you know right so uh i then uh, uh, sort of uh, uh, sort of went into it and i think when i jumped into it also as i told you it took me four years to decide that now i want to do this full time so the thing was that i think that uh, see i'm i'm a sindhi businessman and i have a family to run at and and when you're 44 your children are just about to get into college right senior college they want to do graduation so the actually that's that time which is very crucial in terms of their their own decisions the expenditure which comes along right. with them and it's when enormous. you have when you have these uh, you know kids who are in their 15 my daughter was 17 and other daughter was 15 when I was getting her expenses are growing yeah. they have a party life they have clothes you know uh, 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 um, even though my wife was also helping me out because she has she's a she's a hairstylist so she had her own salon so the thing is that i took 4 years to finally convince myself and that i'm making enough money from stand up comedy and uh, you know so i just didn't jump into it i just didn't say chalo i will stop this and i will do it because I'll, the reason i'm telling you there are a lot of comedians out there who do the first open mic who hit the second open mic and start doing slightly well and then they say and they have a job also and then they say nahi yaar if i'm very serious about it i would get away from this and get into it right. so when you're young you can probably make the decision when you're 22 you say chalo yaar 2 saal nahi hua at 24 i can i can always go back and go i have my degree with me okay. i have my experience with i can go back to do that even though it's so there were, i know a lot of comedians out my friends colleagues who did the same thing correct and now for whatever reason if they are not successful now they are trying to get into jobs back you know right which sometimes i would say is not really a failure i'm okay with that it's yeah. so it's a chance you took nahi hua get back to whatever correct. you like there's nothing wrong with there's it. nothing absolutely wrong with that but at 45 i can't take the risk because yeah. suppose i try this and then i say chalo kaam chhod diya now i start doing this or and supposing comedy doesn't do well correct uh, getting back into a job at 48 49 nobody gives you jobs when you're old True. you know so you have to get back into a business you start doing something else so i was Your very very calculative i was very very calculative in terms of seeing that and that's what i always tell you know tell people because fortunately stand up comedy is a line which is in the evening 
so you can you can work in the morning uh, but you require crazy time management correct correct and you can perform in the evening and uh, so you could manage both the things with some crazy time management the last thing is log kya kahenge is this thing to yaar unka to kaam hi hai kehna you know true so that you should never think about it when i was also starting out uh when i was getting slightly more uh, lot of my friends used to say acha ye kab tak karega comedy Correct. like when will it end when will this passion of yours and i would say kyun why sh- why, why should it end? it end why should it end and lot of them are very surprised when i gave away my job and say are you crazy you're now a freelancer and that is a that's a risk which you take Correct. but i think i took a risk because i knew that this line was growing i could see it growing i could see the potential of it and let me tell you indian com- comedians out there all of us uh, in the scene today are as good as any other comedian in right. the world when it comes to topics when it comes to delivery correct uh, you know uh, we may not lack the experience which some of them have because i know some of the comedians abroad have got close to 30 40 years of experience just doing stand up comedy but that's you know? been there because they have been the stand up culture has come into it was the there. scene it was since a long time yeah, yeah absolutely absolutely like that day i i attended russell peter concert he started doing comedy at the age of 17 yeah. i think and now he's like that means he spent close to i think 30 years, 30 years. into stand up can you imagine just doing 30 years stand up comedy how well chiseled you are how yeah. you know you're gigging at least two three week days a week you know we have been doing 6 years 7 years you know so that's a matter many comedians ask me sir give me some advice i say yaar i'm learning myself what advice do i give you yeah you know so again this lok kya kahenge thing is i would suggest is that uh, don't listen too much to it when i was also doing this my own my parents uh, i'm from a sindhi conservative family my own dad was very apprehensive that what are you doing this you know right. this is a showbiz line we are a, we are a business family you are an engineer what are you getting into this kind of uh, thing but i think uh, i made it a point to see that my work doesn't suffer right both work don't suffer and i think at some stage i uh, i think after doing 2 years into doing 2012 and 2014 i invited my parents to come and watch a show one of your shows yeah and when they came and watched the show they enjoyed it it was a big event and they saw uh, it was that ceos got talent acha uh, that was a uh, at participant ceos which and i won that night so there were like 800 people uh, there was like ravina tandon uh, uh, Raj Nayak, uh, Mahesh Bhatt as three judges with those three X marks, so yeah. they could have voted you out any time they wanted. It was as it was not staged; it was as live as it could get. And uh, there, I won the award in close to eight hundred people. I got a standing ovation. My parents saw that. After that, a lot of uh, uh, people around came and told my dad, mom, oh, he's doing such a great job making people laugh. So, so then they realized how uh, important or how really it's it was a fairly noble profession. correct which earlier you sort of look at it as this so that's why when i also meet a lot of young comedians and usually the common uh, you know query i get from most of them is sir my parents are not allowing me to do comedy you know so i said first of all complete your graduation that's correct. very important because you have to have some degree correct you can't just be a dropout and do it because what if this line doesn't work you require you have need to learn, run life exactly you pay your bills pragmatic hona zaruri hai absolutely so i said do that and i told them many of them until after you are really sure about it get your parents for a show let them see what you are doing and once they will see that they will do and uh, and the audience will, will love sort it. of uh, helps them as well because bachche ko itna zyada pyar mil raha hai he's doing something good yeah and absolutely i think now most parents have also realized it is that uh, there are a lot of op- opportunities which were not there 10 years ago correct like for example social media marketing didn't exist 10 didn't years exist, ago yeah. casting directors in bollywood didn't exist 10 years ago yeah. you know choreographers have become so big assistant i mean just talking so many fields retail has opened up correct 
you know cloud has opened up you know you could There's be so many different you things you could be a you could be you could be a chef today and be doing very well you know so there's so many new opportunities india is opening up india is growing with that opportunities are coming i think parents have to realize that it's just not being an engineer doctor lawyer correct which will cut the cut correct correct so you mentioned that uh, you have been watching stand up for a long time as well yeah. so uh, who were your inspirations growing up like uh, in terms of just comedy and the stand up artists that you okay so in terms of uh, a pure comedy uh, i when i grew up i used to watch a lot of hindi movies because that's uh, yeah. when i was growing up you watch these movies and uh, my biggest influence of my favorite movies were movies like padosan bombay mm-hmm. to goa half ticket with kishore yeah. kumar so like i would say kishore kumar mahmood yeah. uh, their timing comic timing is brilliant if you see still some of their old clips which are there which from these movies yeah uh, they are really really brilliant you know the kind of you know a lot of these uh, Uh, Rishikesh Mukherjee movies. There's uh, a sense of simplicity, simplicity but at the same and time, and the, the humor, the you yeah. know such humor. I used to uh, uh, one of my biggest influences uh, when I was uh, growing up was uh, Jaspal Bhatti. Okay. Uh, Jaspal Bhatti sir was a satirist who had a show called the Jaspal Bhatti Show on Doordarshan. Okay. Where he used to make fun of the government. So can you imagine making fun of the government on a uh, government-supported <laughs> right, TV, which right. was the only TV there, you know? and it was so funny you know and uh, uh, and so like that when it comes to stand up i remember uh, hearing a lot of cassettes of johnny lever sir okay and uh, i i like remember like i used to always there on my uh, on my car cup player and car cup audio players you know they typically after 45 minutes they automatically yeah. turn so i used to it was continuously in the loop i used to hear the same jokes again and again I knew the punchline, but I knew it was so funny. And I think for a long time I didn't watch Johnny Lever Sir live, but I sort of this. I've obviously now I watched him live two three years back. But uh, just listening to that, then that time after that the Indian comedy challenge came on TV where yeah. people like Rajesh Shrivastava and other you know Sunil Pal and all these people sort of started doing comedy, and you say, wow, this is amazing, you know. And, and you uh, try to imitate your favorite heroes like the way they delivered their jokes or no? So I don't do mimicry. Okay. If you already asked me mimicry because uh, mimicry is no, I mean in your free time, like you imagine that you are delivering the same joke and just in front of a mirror or just for yourself. No, not really. I not really Never the same that. jokes as such, but uh, just love the style of you know somebody just coming up on stage. And if you see some of the old Johnny Lever's uh, subs uh, uh, videos, standing on stage in front of you know doing some police show or something, right? And four thousand, five thousand people and making all of them laugh. Can you imagine the power that you know yeah. comedy has of which can make so many people laugh? So. they were they were definitely the inspirations which uh, uh, which helped me uh, in sort of uh, i don't know at a year early age instilling into me that humor is so important right so talking about uh, the current crop of comedians yeah in india and abroad ev- everywhere yeah. so who are your favorite ones right now so you know i'll tell you and this is not a political un- uh, uh, correct answer but i'm telling you i know how difficult the craft is right so anybody who can go up on stage and make people laugh i respect all of them you know right. it could be an open micer it could be uh, you know somebody who is doing comedy for a long time but i would love to see that people making lot of effort sometimes what happens people think that comedy is very easy right uh, let me It's tell one you of the making one of making people laugh in a room which is zero suddenly getting them to 8 9 10 in terms of laughter is tremendously difficult so i i respect whoever who has put the energy and time into it and effort into it right A lot of people think it's very easy. So I have a lot of these cool, you know, dudes sometimes who come and say, "Oh yeah, yeah, I look comedy," you know. I say, "Have you done comedy?" No, no, no. It's, I'll just I have some jokes already in my head. I'll go up on stage, and they go up on stage and make a mess of themselves. Correct. And I hate these people because they are sort of demeaning the the the, 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 the art, yeah. you know. 
so because they think it's so easy that a person has come but they don't know what what is the process or what is the challenges which a comedian has to go to just make 5 minutes of jokes is so difficult so i think that uh, uh, respect the stage Correct. respect the art Correct. you know it's a very difficult art learn it properly right. come and you deserve everybody's respect you know and you know i will tell you comedy is so simple you know there's no nepotism Correct. Okay. There is no. Uh, uh, it's there's no. You cannot judge. I get many times calls. Sir, can you come and judge our stand-up comedy event? I said I cannot judge because the audience. Audience judges. is the judge. As long as your jokes are original and the audience has laughed, it's so simple. You Correct. write a joke, go perform. Audience laughs. You're good. Correct. Again, go and write new jokes. Again, go and perform. That's how simple the art craft is. So as long as you can do that, uh, uh, this. But yeah, there are a whole lot of comedians internationally, nationally who I love, who I follow. you know who are my colleagues now yeah and everybody's got such a different style has got such a different voice uh, now there's a lot of crop of hindi comedians coming up Correct. punjabi comedians marathi comedians tamil telugu regional comedy has got yeah, a big sindhi, time yeah sindhi you know yeah uh, i've heard some comedians doing it in sindhi language also so that's amazing you know because uh, some of there are you know these regional languages the words are so powerful right english can never replace those words correct so i think it's it's great the phase what we are seeing which is you know thanks to 4g thanks to jio thanks to internet excel thanks to you know netflix amazon you thank modi ji for it <laughs> yeah, obviously thanks to modi ji also who's uh, tied up with stambari to give us 4g <laughs> <laughs> so uh, you mentioned the craft of uh, of comedy so uh, how does a typical comedian go through the process of writing a joke and delivering it so from start to end what's the process like so i everybody has a different process so first of all let me tell you people ask me the question where do you get your jokes from Yeah. So I tell people this is my common answer that open Times of India or open any newspaper you will get fires of material every day. Right. Thankfully we are living in a country which is so vibrant, which is so so many cultures, so many communities. Diversity. You have Bollywood, you have cricket, you have everyday politicians making some stupid comments. You have you know you know and nation is so vast. There's so much Correct. spice in it, yar. You know. Correct. You go to a flat country like uh, uh, Singapore or uh, uh, China. This is very flat. You can't get too much humor. Half the things are controlled by the state. You know what comes in the paper is you know all controlled. Yeah. You don't know what's happening around. In fact, one of the articles I read ki uh, usme likha tha Canada is one of the most boring countries politically speaking. Absolutely, most boring. It could be in terms of this. You know today. And there's no know, material from there. Today I can talk. I can talk two hours about just being Sindhi. You know yeah. just to tell you. You know which will relate to everybody, including right. Sindhi community. You know. So I'm just trying to tell you is that so first it's getting jokes you can jokes get anywhere coming back uh, a comedian has to put a lot of hard work so every every comedian has a different process of writing a joke right i know a lot of comedians who in the morning every day write 2 hours okay. kuch bhi hua they write 2 hours whatever random their thoughts the, yeah, random thing could be politics could be here they write for 2 hours i i have a different thing that i have some thought i think of a thought uh, i i, I something which has happened to me personally or some it could be an observation then i expand the thought in my head correct then one day i write those thoughts on a laptop and the only way to try the joke is to go in front of a live audience and try it yeah. you know sometimes you run it through some friends or some some fellow comedians who will not give you because see, you have to understand comedy is two part one is a writing process where you write the joke yeah. second is a performance where you go and perform the correct. joke so every comedian has got a different style style right so somebody will be a very good writer but the performance could be weak correct sometimes the writing could be weak but you overcompensate that by your performance on stage and yeah. i know there are a lot of comedians out there who are in both i would say uh, uh, boats correct so uh, so my process is i think of a thought i expand the thought in my head then i write it down 
then you write it down some more jokes come in and then finally you go and deliver it in front of a live audience you yeah. know and after some time what happens is that you as a comedian knows what's funny what's not funny you know even if it's not funny if you can't sell the joke you forget if you are you're not self convinced about it you will not be able to sell it that's very simple True. about it so it's is that and one advice i will give to a lot of aspiring comedians who are probably listening to to this podcast is that number one write original jokes second uh, go to open mics and try those jokes number three is very important go and watch live comedy in india right most comedians including a lot of my colleagues they don't watch live comedy happening in india they sit in netflix they watch some you know yeah. some comedian in abroad doing that could be their favorite they watch amazon prime they do a lot of research they read a lot but they don't go and watch live comedy right. because when you go and watch live comedy you know what the what the uh, what people are liking what the comedians right. are talking you know and i think that is the very the vibe of absolutely what the because, setting is yeah i think that is very very important so some of your jokes uh, since we're talking about the process of it some of your jokes involve jokes about your daughters or your family yeah so do you run your jokes by them before going to a show not before going to but when i write a new idea thought and sometimes you just need immediately somebody to bounce it off it. yeah and if your daughter or your wife or somebody sitting i said okay listen i want to try this thing come inside the room you know switch off your phones i like, put your phones away i want to try this thing you yeah. know and uh, usually the thing is when my wife says joke is horrible it does very well on stage okay so <laughs> because it's mostly she, the joke involves her so no not necessarily it may involve okay. her or not involve her and uh, let me also tell you one more thing is that fortunately my wife and children my entire family is pretty cool about it yeah. they understand these are jokes right so for they example when, right when if shahrukh khan plays a role of a villain he doesn't become a villain he's right. playing a role similarly we are writing jokes uh, you know which are just jokes correct and so people tell me now oh what do you you are you talk so much about your wife or your daughters don't they mind it i said they are very clear as long as i get a money home <laughs> kuch bhi karo aap you know and that's what people that's should be cool mind. about it more of a city yeah mind. <laughs> and people should be cool about it yeah. yeah these are jokes this is not there are much d- bigger issues we have to handle like correct. climate and this and air and water and these are just jokes correct. so don't like it don't laugh you know don't take it to heart so um, you've been part of eic for a long time yes. and uh, eic is one of my favorite comedy groups in the including country including mine yeah yeah and uh, <laughs> so uh, one of my favorite bits is the modi ji song yeah i remember i watched it on loop mode for days to be honest like okay. the song was so catchy and it accurately reflected the the current scenario as well as it brought out that humor correct so uh, what was your favorite uh, what what would be your favorite moments with eic like it could be touring it could be writing any uh, no it could be just i think the entire i i spent 4 years with esc and i think um, uh, we are still the best of friends in yeah. the comedy circle and uh, it was great working with esc and uh, just you know working with such young people and all of them are so brilliant yeah uh, uh, in their own capacities uh, to learned i learned i think much much from them i also must have given them something back right. in terms of my business wisdom or right. my uh, kind of thing i hope so <laughs> but uh, yeah i think there were a lot of so we did i think just before sort of we uh, disbanded uh, we did a great tour of uh, uh, it was called eic outrage and eic versus yeah. bollywood from where that song came song came from yeah and we like that was a one of a, a bad because we didn't perform on stage for a quite some time and then suddenly we went with the show and we like every show was sold out yeah super sold out like in bombay we sold out i think close to four or five shows each like i'm talking about capacity of 800 so yeah. we, you know and i think the entire tour we must have reached out to at least more than 20 30000 people yeah. so we went to singapore we went to dubai and every show was a sold out show 
and we were having so much fun in the show because and the show was good because it had both bollywood as well as we did political comedy correct, obviously correct. bollywood did, did more well because bollywood is a more lighter subject correct. you know and uh, that's what that modi song came just the entire thought of you know again uh, from a concept to coming up with a two and a half hour show yeah and when so many of us are there everybody bringing their own style everybody bringing their own audience into the correct. auditorium i think that is that is amazing you know yeah so who was your best friend or best uh, person to work with in eic like i know everybody, it's everybody yeah, actually, but it's not really i don't think there was any, any best friend or anything here i don't think so any one person that you loved uh, or, or rather could you share some interesting bits like what happens behind the scenes that people don't know about uh, or any interesting so, or funny this is the this is the thing which which actually i've i've uh, this you know like i i once attended uh, navjot singh sidhu's uh, one talk huh. where he says you know when you see the two cricketers come in, in the middle of the pitch yeah. between balls the they tap and they talk to each other yeah. you know and he says that you all must be thinking that we talk some great intelligence thing <laughs> kya you know he saying we just come and talk simply they say hey sala ball bahut dikh nahi raha yaar kya kare you know देखो देखा क्या तेरे को दिख रहा है क्या मतलब मुझे भी नहीं दिख रहा है बोलता ठीक है काम कर ऐसे बैट मार यू नो सेइंग वी टू टॉक लाइक दिस एंड पीपल आउटसाइड बिकॉज़ द कैमरास आर नॉट कनेक्टेड दे यू थिंक वी आर कमिंग एंड डिस्कसिंग सम ग्रेट क्रिकेट स्ट्रेटजी बट इट इज लाइक एज समथिंग एज टूपिड थिंग्स लाइक आज रात को खाना किधर खाएंगे यू नो सो लाइक दैट इन कॉमेडी समटाइम्स आई यू नो द ब्यूटी ऑफ कॉमेडी इज वंस द लाइट्स आर ऑन वंस यू आर ऑन स्टेज हाउएवर अनप्रिपेयर्ड यू आर हाउएवर दिस यू आर यू नो यू हैव टू गो अप एंड शो एज इफ यू आर you have nailed it as yeah. if you do it yeah so like that also yes the shows which we used to do sometimes just before the show 30 minutes before the show we don't know what we are doing okay and we go to the show and we sort of kill it or we nail it just because we had uh, one good thing you know because we were so many of us and there was a lot of timing we know when to shut up and let the other person speak correct so the timing is very very important and uh, finally it was very very clear with eic and with all of us when you are performing it is not about you and me it's about the show correct and that is most important for anybody you know if you tomorrow you could be having the best set amongst everybody yeah. else but sometimes you have to kill it or you have to cut it down you have to cut it down because it's not about you it's about all of the us the show is bigger than the individuals absolutely and obviously the 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 company the team is much more bigger than any of us as individually you know i think that was very very important and all of us sort of got it yeah so any chance that eic would come back together so i recently did shows with them so there's no really coming back as it because see uh, at that time If you see, that was a when the comedy scene was growing, you required collectives, maybe, right. you know, because you require people to write for you and you know think together and write. And we had a lot of shows which we came out. We came up with the EIC versus Bollywood show, which was a Bollywood right. spoof show. We did EIC Outrage. We did Comedy News Network. So many things which right. we did. Now I think the time has come where uh, I think every individual has become so busy themselves. Yeah. So you know they have become everybody has become a brand by themselves. Correct. You know. So I think no, that's why you know if there's no AIB now, there is no SNG. There's another comedy collective called SNG. Yeah. They also not there. Uh, EIC is not there. You know, they they do some work together. They do some podcasts and all yeah. together. But they're also usually brand driven or somebody is driven it. Yeah. You know, kind of thing. And uh, just in fact, last last week only, uh, Sapan called me up and said that they were doing this one of these podcasts. Do you want to be a part of it? Yeah, but I was not busy. I was busy that day, so I couldn't do it. Okay. But I told him, "Ha, next time I'm free, I'll come and pop in." So yeah. it's it's very open. it's very fluid and there's no really bad 
a negative energy or vibe we Correct. are still i think one thickest friends in the comedy industry mm-hmm. we can call up each other at middle of the night and take advice yeah, yeah. vice versa that's great that's absolutely great so you're touring a lot yeah. you're going to start your euro trip yes so now what what does the future look for you so i'll tell you first of all i don't think too much about the future in the future like 4 years 5 years yeah i think about what's for the next 1 year 6 months so i have a new show called daddy cool it's a new uh, stand up comedy so one 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 or 20 minutes show right now uh, which uh, is very different than what you have seen already online and i'm very happy with the show yeah i've been working on it since last may yeah. you could say and may 2019 so now it's sort of it's getting chiseled and you know but still it requires more chiseling so typically you know i'm touring with it i announced the show just uh, last month mm-hmm. so now i have shows in bombay bangalore kolkata then next week i'm going to uh, uh, that's like the first week of february i'm in europe yeah so i'm doing shows in antwerp munich amsterdam then i've got two shows in london then i come back and then i have got shows uh, march hopefully i'm trying to go for a us tour okay so i had been to the us for an 18 city tour in 2018 now i am uh, <coughs> going in 2020 and currently we are looking at nine cities may go to 12 cities okay yeah. so i think uh, i think till at least till march Uh, end of March, first week of April. I'm fairly busy with these kind of shows which I have, uh, and I tend to do a lot of corporate shows, private shows which I do. Right. So that also will happen side side. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So for the listeners uh, of this podcast, you can buy the tickets to Atul's show on uh, www.atulkhatri.com. Atulkhatri. Uh, on my website, there is a scheduled uh, uh, folder, and on that you can fold schedule links, or you can click on that, and I usually put up all my ticket links. So under one roof, you can get all tickets. everywhere across and uh, you can also follow him on instagram and other social media yeah you can follow me on instagram i'm on twitter i'm on snapchat i'm on facebook i'm everywhere and in the meantime don't forget to follow me as well yeah, i could use the publicity absolutely <laughs> follow ajay also <laughs> so uh, thank you so much atul for being a part of this thank it you, has ajay. been so a really wonderful conversation thank you so much and uh, i really hope that all your shows in the future are sold out and thank uh, you, you and the collective set of comedians out there take stand up comedy in india to a whole bigger level Absolutely. and i genuinely wish for that because on a personal level i truly enjoy stand up comedy and it it would make me absolutely happy to see it on par with the likes of uh, russell peters or for that matter ck lewis yeah, yeah, yeah. before yeah. i go i just want to say one thing that uh, as you named russell peters louis ck and all these things i'm telling you the comedians out there are producing as 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 great content as yeah. many of these Uh, yeah, Indian stand-up comedy scene is a very new art form. It's a new art form. It's yeah. a fledgling art form, and we require all your support to come out. Right. Uh, you know how you go to watch movies, make the effort, come out and watch a comedy show. And let me tell you, if you come to a, you know movies can be a hit or a miss. Correct. But if you come to a good comedy show, hundred percent, ninety minutes, you'll yeah. have a great laughter and go. And laughter uh, improves your blood circulation, yeah. and finally you're improving your health. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, come and, and watch lifestyle comedy. And you save money because doctor ke baas zarani padega. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, we are the doctors. <laughs> yeah. That was great. Uh, Thank you. Ajay. That was a great conversation, Atul. Uh, Thank you. So I much. hope we get to do this soon. Definitely. Again, once again. Yeah, definitely. And uh, it was lovely talking to you. Thank and, you. Uh, Thank you. All the best. God bless. Thank you so much. Well that was Atul Khatri on the Sensations and thank you for listening to this episode. If you like this episode please don't forget to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Ajay Patasarthi and I'll see you in the next one.